Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And so we're talking about growing up spiritually by getting acquainted with our Heavenly Father. There is no truth, friends, in all the Bible as far-reaching as the blessed fact that if we've been born again and come into the family of God, that God the Father is our Father and He cares for us. He's interested in us. Now, I don't mean, you know, as a group or as a body or just as the church at large. I mean each one of us individually. He's interested in each one of His children, and He loves every single one of us with the same love. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on growing up spiritually. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Our text for this particular series of lessons is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15. Now, we read some other scripture here from the fourth chapter of Ephesians, but particularly this 15th verse reads, But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Notice the expression, may grow up. And so we're talking about growing up. That is, growing up spiritually. Now, I want to read again some scripture that we read from Matthew, the 6th chapter, the 25th through the 34th verse. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 through verse 24. Jesus is speaking. He says, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. Yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. I pointed out to you that the 32nd verse said, For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. 26th verse, Your heavenly Father feedeth them. I want you to notice that he isn't talking about unbelievers or about sinners, because he is not the heavenly Father of sinners. Now, you listen to some people, and they try to tell you that we're all children of God. God's the Father of all of us. But no, friends, the Bible teaches that the devil's the father of some people. You remember Jesus said to the very strictest sect of the Jewish religion, the Pharisees, 
the most religious people of that day, in John 8, 44, ye are of your father, the devil. Now, he didn't say that our heavenly father was their father. He said the devil was their father. Well, we have become born again, and we become children of God. And only those who have been born again is the father, their heavenly father. And so we're talking about growing up spiritually by getting acquainted with our heavenly father. There is no truth, friends, in all the Bible as far-reaching as the blessed fact that if we've been born again and come into the family of God, that God the Father is our Father, and He cares for us. He's interested in us. Now, I don't mean, you know, as a group or as a body or just as the church at large. I mean each one of us individually. He's interested in each one of his children, and he loves every single one of us with the same love. Then we talked about getting acquainted and walking with the Father. How are we going to do it? Well, through the Word. That's how. Through the Word. We left off with this verse. In Matthew 6:34, Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Now, I think that's a little bit blind to us. That's King James translation. I read where it said, Take no thought for the morrow. I like the translation that reads, Be not anxious for the morrow. Because, you see, sometimes you do have to think about tomorrow. You have to make appointments. You have to plan something. But really, the thought he's trying to get over is, don't worry about tomorrow. God doesn't want his children full of worry. He doesn't want us full of fretting. Now, why? Because he loves us. Your heavenly Father, the Scripture said that we've read, knoweth that you have need of these things. So have no worry, no fret, no anxiety. If he is your Father, you can be assured he'll take a Father's place and he will perform a Father's part. You may be certain that if he is your Father, that he loves you and that he will care for you. Then turning to John's Gospel, the 14th chapter, let's read verse 21. Uh, 22 and verse 23. John 14, 21, 22, 23. Jesus is speaking again, and he said, He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, Not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us, and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Now here, dear friends, we have the revelation of our wonderful Heavenly Father's attitude toward his own children. There are two things that are emphasized. First, that you keep my commandments. Well, now, what are Jesus' commandments? He said in John thirteen thirty four, A new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you. So that sums it up. There's no use worried about any other commandment, for love is the fulfilling of the law, Romans thirteen ten said. If you keep Jesus' commandment, you will have fulfilled all the rest of the commandments. And then second thing that's noted here is, you shall be loved of my Father. You see, if you walk in love, you walk in God's realm, for God is love. The great Father God is a love God. 
His very nature, because he is love, compels him to care for us, to protect us, and to shield us. Matthew, the seventh chapter, and the eleventh verse, Jesus says again, If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? Notice the expression there in this verse, how much more. That sends a thrill through my spirit. How much more? Are you a parent? Would you have it as your plan, purpose, and will that your children go through life poverty-stricken, nose to the grindstone, sick, afflicted, downtrodden, downcast, down and out? No. Parents will sacrifice because they love their children. They'll work and sacrifice to help their children gain an education so they can have things better in life than they had. They want to shield them because they love them. They want to shield them from some of the bumps and knocks and hard times that they had. Well, now, see, just natural humans are that way. Now, that's what Jesus said. If he then being evil or natural, human, you see, our relationship as sons and daughters is a challenge to his love. We hold the same relationship to the Father that Jesus did when he walked on the earth. Notice this verse, John seventeen twenty three. Jesus is speaking here. I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that thou hast sent me, now get this, and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. God our Father loves us just as he loved Jesus. And if he loves me as he loves Jesus, then I'm not afraid to face life's problems, for he is with me as he was with our Master, the Lord Jesus Christ. John, the 16th chapter, the 32nd verse, Behold, the hour cometh, yea, now come, that ye shall be scattered, every man to his own, and shall leave me alone. Yet I'm not alone, because the Father is with me. You and I can say, I'm not alone, because the Father is with me. For if he loves me as he loved Jesus, he's with me as he was with Jesus. I am not alone. John, the 16th chapter, the 27th verse. For the Father himself loveth you, because he hath loved me, and have believed that I came out from God. Now nothing can be stronger or more comforting than this fact. The Father himself knows you, and he loves you, and he longs to bless you. Against the background of all of these statements that Jesus made relative to the Father, other scriptures then take on new light. They become immediately more real to us. For instance, 1 Peter 5, 7, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. You see, this is a message from the very heart of the Father God to me and to you. He wants us to end worry, to end fear and doubt. You might say, can I do it? Certainly you can. How? By casting all your care upon him. He wants you to abandon yourself to his love and his care. So he said, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. You're listening to Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. 
Now I got a product. I really want to get this in people's hands. This is a teaching that my dad did. It's called Growing Up Spiritually. And actually there's a book, but this, I wanted you to get the CDs because I wanted you to hear him as he actually spoke it. Yes. I've been told by many, many people that this changed their, their life. life. Yes. It changed how they looked at things, how they handle things, and it's called growing up spiritually. It's normally nineteen. Uh, it's normally twenty-eight dollars, and yes. we're gonna. I want to offer it to you for nineteen ninety-five on this special, and everybody needs it. That's everybody right. needs and to you know, hear this. Honey, your dad put it so simply. Oh yeah, he, that he, it's so easy to understand as well. Yeah, and that's where I got part of what I'm yes. teaching here on growing into your destiny is from this teaching here. But I wanted you to hear it from the the guy that did it first yes. and the way he did it. He had that down-home Texas way yes. of just explaining simple. things that just very simple. Yes. I can't stress enough how much I want to get this into your hand because I know the testimonies that, in fact, we were just... Uh, we were just somewhere. In one of our crusades. Yes. Yes. And they were talking about this, but oh, I know what it was. Uh, Craig got back from one of his, uh, to one of, our, one of our international trips, mm -hmm. and they were telling him that his grandfather's book, The Authority of the Believer, and this growing up spiritually, spiritually. was the two things that had helped them to launch their ministries. Yes. And so uh, I can't talk enough about it, okay? Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, Growing Up Spiritually, here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan.